1: New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DEFEND to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code DEFEND, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co oh for terms. The results are clear. Corruption is legal in America. It's not as if people want the truth. They don't want the truth. Fake news is one of the classic collective action problems of our era. Of course I'm going Good morning, bad news. Not
2: everything is bad in the world. In fact, there's a lot of good going on. I'm Darian Parker.
0: And I'm Aisela. Join us as we talk about what's good in the world.
2: Yes, we were talking about everything, everywhere, all at once, right? I mean, I mean, good. yes.
0: And like I said, Michelle Yeoh is always a win for me. But yeah, <laughs> like, I agree. Just lo- I just have loved watching her. I'm trying to think. I feel like the first time I really connected with her was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Me too. Like, right? Like, Same saw that. You. And I was like, it's not like I hadn't seen her in things before that, but something about her in that film was just. It took it to the next level for me.
2: Well, it's interesting. On a positive note, it's like obviously she was awesome in that, but like she's having some major moments right now. Yeah. And how long that takes to achieve that. But the positive thing is, you know, you keep going, good things will happen, generally speaking, if you keep moving in a positive direction, generally, you know.
0: I mean, the only, what is it I, I, you know, college freshman philosophy or whatever, the only immutable law of the universe is change, right? Yeah. So if you don't like what's happening, just hold on. <laughs> Probably something different will happen.
2: Something it might not be
0: better, happened. but it'll be different. <laughs> Most
2: definitely. There's, you can count on that. <laughs> there's definitely change happening. It's it's like I was reaching out to a bunch of people, like New Year's, and, uh, you know, when you stay in touch with people, something always changes in their life. Uh-huh. Always.
0: Yeah. No, it's really true. I. Uh... I hate, I both love that to a certain extent when things are hard, but I like also hate it when things are good. I'm like, no, I want this to be forever. (laughs) But you can't have that. So
2: no. (sighs) Sigh reality. (laughs) Sigh reality.
0: (laughs) You know, just got to accept it for what it is.
2: That's right. Well, this is the first one of this year. It is. What's good in the world. And uh,
0: your life's a lot of good things. There are, I actually, I was reading about um, this they're calling it a significant breakthrough a new sea salt battery that has four times the capacity of lithium wow which um would be amazing because lithium in addition to the environmental impact there is a lot of uh social justice issues around the mining of lithium yeah but people have access to salt and seawater most places and we can't drink it so yeah using it to make batteries doesn't seem terrible <laughs>
2: It doesn't seem terrible. It seems a lot better than what I was watching last night about how, uh, the city of Miami is going to be underwater in in the future. I was like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. this is
0: bad. Did you see, what was it? Um, reminiscence.
2: I have Yeah.
0: And that like, that was the part of it that actually felt like the most realistic to me was the fact that I think it was Florida is underwater and, uh, yeah. I mean, that was just kind of one of those.
2: I think so. Yeah. I mean, other civilizations have you, you, we have evidence of civilizations that we find artifacts from underneath the water. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like, okay, this has happened before on some scale, you know?
0: Well, there was even just that, like, um, where, I think it's in like, isn't it in the middle of the country where they found what essentially used to be a, a seabed. Right. And we we like to, and when I say we, I won't speak for anyone else, but I feel like it's a human tendency, and it's definitely mine to be like, "This is how it is, and always was, and always shall be." <laughs> so mote it be. You know, like what? I so let I it be. It, right. And I know that's not actually what I want or how things work, but there is something in me that like yearns for that kind of external stability. Yeah. And then it's like, no, there was a seabed here. That's what was happening, a, you know, a long time ago. And now we grow corn. So, you know, and yeah. drive and it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. not, you know,
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, so. a good change that's coming. Isla knows this, but I was like, yeah, I might as well just put it out there is we're going to be semi neighbors at some yeah. point in the, in, uh, early, uh, early summer, moving to Colorado, the w- okay. great Colorado state of Colorado and, uh, pretty pumped about it. And, uh, this show could be happening in person from time to time so things change
0: (laughs) you just see like i mean after the world of like we don't you know we don't see anyone ever in person now suddenly people are just willy-nilly showing up in your world
2: (laughs) yeah i know so many people in colorado it's crazy actually yeah and i got a friend uh, who i do this decoding diet culture series with erin nitschke and Mm -hmm. she lives like 25 she's gonna live like 20 she lives like 25 miles to where i'm going to live Nice. Uh, and I had no clue of that I had no clue of that, by the way. I was like, yeah, no. Okay.
0: There's a lot of people in Colorado. I mean, I guess there's a lot of people everywhere. Maybe it's, maybe it's, <laughs> you know, you connect with people who thinks, I don't know. I, I feel know. like I, it happens a lot. Like I was on a group that I got involved in for networking for consultants that yeah. I met through a woman in California. And then I connected with someone in it and they live like 10 minutes from me. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'm like, Crazy. how is that possible? <laughs> like, I, I, I thought this was all people in California, but it is not.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, so these are all positive things, right? We're on a mm-hmm. positive train here. Yeah. We know bad things happen. You could find that anywhere. anywhere? But here you're gonna get some good news. <laughs> right,
0: <are> exactly. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is it's not no no one is all one thing, right? Like, no matter how bad things are going. People have moments of joy and beauty, right? No matter how good your life is, you have moments of pain and hardship. Yes. But we are as humans wired to actually seek out the pain and hardship. Mm-hmm. So it's why putting yourself into an intentional space to say, hey, let me let me look at the reasons, verifiable reasons <laughs> yes. to to have some sense of like connection and hope. I didn't actually have this one on my list, but I found this website. By this guy has been going on for 20 years like talking about how to create positive healthy male interactions and mm-hmm. i would never heard of it and i pay attention for that kind of stuff and it's like if there's one like that there's probably so many more that yeah i just don't know about right or anybody
2: yeah, yeah i mean good news is not amplified enough Mm-mm. and you know obviously ratings and things go people tend to look at things that are more salacious scandalous and you know the and weird way is giving people what they like. People like the car crash. It's mm-hmm. a weird phenomenon that humans like, they're like, oh, let's see the the tragedy, you know, but there's so much good out there. It's just not getting amplified on the same level. So we're trying to give it some juice, trying to give it yeah. some juice, you know. So what do you have for us, Aisla?
0: The other one actually is another one I thought was pretty cool. It's both old and new. They, um, in the Netherlands in December, there was an article published about this vehicle for people with disabilities it, they call it, um, it's a micro car, it's called micro mobility. So it's small enough that it can ride in like the bus lanes and stuff like that, but it's large enough to hold a wheelchair or other um, support equipment. So folks that have been traditionally kind of a little bit more housebound or dependent, it opens up a little bit more freedom for them um it doesn't go fast like it's not for the the freeway or anything but it um it gives them that door-to-door mobility even if they aren't technically able to have a license for some reason so it could be for like the elderly um because it's not as hard it's not as likely to have a harmful side effect (laughs) essentially um so yeah i mean i don't know i thought that was kind of sweet that like they but apparently the company started in like 1997 and they've been providing these vehicles and manufacturing them for a very long time. But just recently, uh, the Netherlands saw an uptick and they produced just, I don't know if there was a law that changed, um, but they're, they are like making more of them to provide more people with that uh, possibility of of, of mobility. Um, so, and this one's electric as, so it's, low, it's also, you know, low carbon emissions and all that kind of stuff. But for me, it's good news, like both that it's available, but also that there are a whole like, I I feel like in our, particularly in the US, we have like this very limited time frame, like between your twenties and your forties, you're sort of valid as a person. And then anytime outside of that, you're too old or too young or whatever, and you don't really get, and I like seeing that, you know, other cultures that maybe have a little more intergenerational engagement and it's like, yeah, it's okay if you're old or, and you've need support walking and we're going to help you find that not we're going to try to pretend you don't exist (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know what that is but i think it's neat (laughs) to see they apparently there's a community they have um dementia communities where like basically if you have dementia i think this is in sweden i'll look this one up but uh so because it's so much healthier so basically they it's like the whole place is staffed with people to support you like, so you're, you're not living in a normal village, but you can go to the grocery store. And if you get confused, there's someone there to help you, <laughs> but
1: That's you still nice. get to
0: kind of engage in regular life, but it's, it's sort of a contained society, a little like Truman show, but without yeah. the weird, creepy, like <laughs> <laughs> of observational stuff. Right. So just like that, it's like, let's, let's be inclusive of people's full humanity and, you know, yeah. mobility, older aging, that kind of thing. It's so, definitely a very Western
2: thing. You know, it's like mm-hmm. how we treat um, senior citizens and stuff. And, uh, I actually think we should be doing more for senior mm-hmm. citizens. It's like, especially like if you live to be like, really like you've been on the earth for a long time, there should be a lot of benefits to that for, yeah. <laughs> from society. It's like, Hey, nope. you made it <laughs> like,
0: you like really hard. Going. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, let's take this like... off
2: of your plate. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's start giving you some things as as a, as a kind of like, this is you've got a job well done. I mean, it's like, man, it's, I wish we did a little bit more of that. If nothing else, more respect, especially uh, yeah. for senior citizens as well. And, you know, we're all, you know, at some point um, we get to that point. Some people don't. Uh, but, you know, if you live to be uh, in that age range, uh, you know, you want to feel validated and you you want to you want to be cared for. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's a great thing that this is being mm-hmm. done very positive and environmentally sound thing I think right like how do you <laughs> how do
0: you lose with that i mean i don't know it's funny the i've also been obsessed that it's not for this show but cult documentaries so i'm like yeah. the good news is we're not in one <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's intense there's so many people out there that have been they have had their best traits and values used against them yeah and it's heartbreaking
2: yes so I'm actually so yeah, coming so- out with a cult documentary, Shameless Plug, right now.
0: <laughs> like, oh, really? Look uh, at that. Uh, well, I didn't, we didn't even rehearse series. this. I know. What are you doing? <laughs> I
2: know. It's, uh, it comes out February 1st. It's been a year-long project. Oh, wow. That I did with these three ladies, Olivia, Heather, and Serena. And it's their firsthand accounts of being born and growing up in the Children of God sex cult. And oh, wow! Uh, I produced the whole thing myself. It's I mean, I, I took a I really put a lot of love into it. But it's called "For the Lust of God." What's so called? Very juicy. Five episodes. February first. Wow! Be awesome. Yeah. Well,
0: I will definitely. I've been listening to so many. Of course, I will listen to that one too.
2: <laughs> You're gonna get <laughs> tagged on it. I promise you. <laughs> like
0: so yeah, wow! It's my
2: best work as uh like producing, editing. It's definitely mm-hmm. my best work for sure.
0: Yeah. It's an intense topic. Yes. So it's great. That's good news.
2: I think that's good news, (laughs) and for these ladies and for me, it's just been a very emotional journey, hearing the stories. And not only is it, I think, a great series; it's a healing moment, and for them as well. So there, I've you know, I've been in contact with them all for an entire year, going over this, the pre-production, the actual production, post-production. They've been involved in every element, so everything that's in there, they have approved. All of it. It is it's been an awesome thing. So that is positive, but that is not my good news.
0: No, <laughs> tell me they... you're good at... there's a shameless plug. I love it. And then shameless plug. <laughs>
2: okay. But my good news is also transportation related. Oh. Now obviously you're probably aware, like a lot of the listeners, that over the Christmas time period or holiday season, there was mass cancellations and delays in air travel. Mm-hmm. If you were flying southwest, yikes. Uh, yeah. not good. Uh, but this happened to a a bunch of stranded travelers in Orlando airport. They were all needed to go on this flight to Tennessee and the flight got canceled. Horrible. And all these Mm -hmm. people on the flight were telling each other that they had all these events to go to the next day, but there wasn't a flight to the next day. So 13 of them decided to rent a, a van together. They didn't know each other. And Mm -hmm. luckily, there was a van, and they all rode the 650-mile trip together overnight to all reach their different destinations, whether it was a conference, a wedding, and very important Mm -hmm. uh, things with family, and they all became friends.
1: New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DEFEND to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code DEFEND, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co oh for terms.
2: After that, I mean, that's just like a beautiful trip. That's a big thing about humans coming together and doing good things with each other.
0: Mm -hmm. No, that's sweet. That's that's the thing. Is like as dark as people have the idea of who we are as people. I mean, you look at even the beginning of the pandemic. Like people were really committed to trying to help each other out. Like we, as a country, are. I think. We have some challenges, but like, we're more reactive than proactive per se. Of course. But when, when we're in the midst of something, a lot of times people will really show up and it's just, how do we, how do we help them see, like, it doesn't always have to be the last minute crisis, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but it's beautiful that like when in that moment, that's the thing that often comes out.
2: Yeah. It's like, they all like, I don't want to miss this. So they banded together and, you know, this group of people started thinking what how can we actually make this happen it's a lot of things in society is a lot of good things come from like necessity urgency or people come together and they have this big think tank and then all of a sudden it's like ah, i have a great idea what if we did this you know they all chipped in to pay for it and everybody got to their destination no traffic no nothing it was like went super well and then you've got new friends in life i mean Mm-hmm. My thing is always you can't have enough wonderful people in your life, so I'm all about it. You know.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's really true. Um, I watched. Have you heard of the Stutz documentary? It's my yes. new favorite thing.
2: Yeah, with uh Jonah it's, Hill, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's really good, and that's one of the things that he talks about is your life force, right? The life force is your physical mm-hmm. health. That's the most important. Then your social health, and then your relationship with yourself. Like yeah. those are your three. So, and, uh, and that, that social piece, I think for a lot of folks is a little awkward right now because we got kind of like in a weird, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it is like, you, you can have a genuinely good experience creating something with someone like a trip like that to yeah. to get out of a bad situation. And maybe you don't ever talk again, but that doesn't change that That was a great opportunity to show up and engage yes. with the people around you with something positive.
2: Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, you know, I just. It's such a beautiful thing. I've been in a lot of intense talks this week. I feel like that's my life anyways. <laughs> with all these... I don't know.
0: You have a podcast, but you encourage that. So probably. I know.
2: <laughs> and I've been like putting out crazy amount. I mean, I came out to shoot like five in a row. I was like podcast, podcast, podcast every day. It's <laughs> a thing. And I had this intense conversation about immortality the other day. Which it was mind blowing. It was actually mm-hmm. so incredible. I was positive in the fact that I think it was a discussion about life and death about death primarily and so mm-hmm. so it's nice to have something like much lighter sometimes to talk about too mm-hmm. but I, I enjoy the intensity of discussion too so i would never shy away from that you know
0: yeah well it's it i i can be very whimsical i mean i do have a, a minion costume that i have worn to <laughs> um normal places like i have yeah. that like going on but also it can have that, I can get real intense fast. And so it's something I've actually worked on in myself to kind of say, you know, what is this moment right here? How do I, how do I stay present to joy? Because I could so easily dive into like, it's not even like the opposite of joy per se, but just like that heavy sort of, you know, and and there's nothing wrong with it, but I think it's like anything else. If you get too much of it, it can kind of yeah. knock you off your, your, you know, balance, if you will. Yeah. So finding places to pause and just be like i said be light be focused on something uplifting um yeah and connect around laughter i think because it's yeah that's just as important as as being present to the and you need that break so you can yes. bring your full attention back to it
2: yeah and then you can go back to like what i did last night which was watch the new rudy giuliani documentary
0: oh my goodness like what happened
2: to america's mayor i was like whoa <laughs> like
0: Oh, wow. What is that on? You know, you know, I'm going to uh, be
2: watching I think it now. CNN yeah. produced it, actually. But I mean, it didn't I didn't matter. It didn't care who produced it. I just was like, what is this? And I, when I'm watching the first episode, I was like, this actually spla- explains everything in the first yeah. episode. You're like, yes, mm. I understand why this is <laughs> happening now. <laughs> and then everybody well, has a story. You got to learn the story to kind of understand how things start moving. Like yeah. It, you know.
0: No, it's really true. I, um, it, well, and that's the thing is like, I have adult children and one of the things I find constantly fascinating is what I worked to create for them, the structures, it was very intentional about that kind of stuff and what they perceived and remember there's, there's, there's a Venn diagram where some of it overlaps, (laughs) Yeah. But there's a lot where they're, and their experience is valid, like I'm not gonna, but it's just so interesting to me but like, wow, like what we can see from the outside, what we perceive, and what people's intent are, are actually not necessarily all the same things, right? No. And so, yeah. it's yeah. a, I don't know, people are very interesting to me. Sometimes, um, I, I, I wish they would be more boring, but
2: <laughs> I wish, I wish it would be more boring. Why don't you be
0: boring? I, I would like to see, like, just general. You know, maybe some consistency and some stability and <laughs> I'm like, some consistency.
2: Like, people that might be nice. Yeah,
0: like, but I mean, no one is like the world. is, We all have that. So, yeah. at any rate, but you're saying that and it's just like one of those things that I've really been present to recently. Is another layer of understanding around how you can have exactly the same experience with someone but you may not actually be having the same experience they're having.
2: Hmm. Yes. And then also, too, I think like like in this case, it's like you're like, oh, what happened to this person? Like they became different. And then you go back and you actually chart the history. Yeah, they actually weren't. Yeah, they were different. It's just you weren't really paying attention like <laughs> <that is> so, <laughs> Or it
0: didn't show up in your show, world. It, right. Like, right. We, it
2: wasn't in your world. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Like if I meet someone at the gym. I have a gym experience of them, right? Like, and uh, who they are outside of that. It's funny, like, it's you know, I don't know if when you were a kid, you ever ran into your teacher at like the grocery store and it was just so weird. It's like, you can't be here. Teachers don't shop at my grocery store.
1: You don't exist outside of that. Yeah.
0: You you have a role and it's over there. And, you know, and and some of that's, I think, especially in this like inundation of information is probably a little bit of a a wise defense against it. But, you know, like you said, there's a, that sometimes you then get something revealed. You're like, wow, that would have been good for me to be more aware. (laughs) I wish I knew
2: that in 92. Right. Oh, wait a minute. I was like 15. Or or whoever, whatever age (laughs) you were, you know, whatever. I was 23. I was in like, you just, you know, you're aware of different things in different times Mm -hmm. and the meaning of it is different to you at different times. It's, you know, it's, it's literally everything everywhere all at once. It's like, wow, it's like all these different time periods and different dimensions and, It's like, how does this feel to you at at forty five? But how would that feel to you at twenty five? And I was like, you probably didn't care that much at a certain time. And then other times you cared so much. And it's just it just depends, you
0: know? Yeah. Well, and I think yeah, I love the way you just brought that right back to the beginning. Why do everything everywhere all at once? Like that was narratively beautiful. I don't so want to so say cool. any more. I feel like that's like the perfect bow. It's the
2: perfect <laughs> segue. You know, we've had two transportation, positive news. So we'll mm-hmm. see what the next one is by you. you know? mm-hmm.
0: so for what me? Do you,
2: what do you have oh. for us here?
0: Oh, I have so many. I, did, I didn't know I got like, more. I have, so <laughs> I, like, I have a whole list here. Well, I was reading some really interesting articles about, um, the like teen, uh, modern teens are healthy squares accordingly in the, over the last 25 years in various high income countries, such as the United States, Australia, and England, daily cigarette smoking has declined by over 80%. The prevalence and frequency of drinking declined markedly, um, between 2000 and 2015, including heavy episodic drinking. Mm-hmm. Teens are having sex later um Oh, at an older age okay. juvenile crime rates have declined 40 to 80 percent like um and so they're they're saying like as much as we think social media has problems because it also allows kids to stay in communication when they like they don't spend as much time with their friends but it also means they aren't necessarily hanging out and with like no supervision in the same way. Yeah. That's one of the theories. They don't actually know why this is true. (laughs) I I really appreciate they're like, no one really can figure it out. They don't really know. But they think some of it has to do with that, like that there's a a piece of that ability to stay in contact without having to be in the space that makes it a little bit easier to avoid uh, situations where those um, types of risky decisions feel more inevitable. So it's kind of neat.
2: I like that. It's, you know, it's I, I see that um in my daughter who's growing up. She's just like more she's not into risky behavior. Like mm-hmm. she's just like sees a lot of what's happening. And she's like, no, nah, I don't think so. You know, it's like it's just not a thing for me, you know, and I'm like, yeah. it's good. It's good. You know, it's like it's uh, I, th- I think it's a very positive thing. And also like and to add to that, there's this is an interesting This is I'm going to add on to this. I'm not sure if this is positive or negative, but I kind of think it's positive. I'm just going to say I have a bias towards this. I think it's a positive. But I guess that millennials in this very large study, you know, most time when people get older, they become more conservative. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this politically. No, no, this doesn't mean that. No,
0: no, that's just that's just developmentally. That's just Mm development.
2: Yeah. And a lot of things. But uh apparently the millennial generation is becoming less conservative the older they get which Mm -hmm. i think is i find that very interesting uh i I don't know what that means but it's Mm -hmm. it's very interesting i think and it could be positive i mean maybe it's a positive thing you know
0: i mean i hope so i think that it's weird because being politically conservative versus being like ideologically conservative they they have tricksy i like to say like i'm i'm a a a liberal traditionalist (laughs) like You know, there's, I don't know if that's really true, but I, it's, you know, it's my vicarious nature. Like I, I yeah. don't, I don't think I fit either box particularly well. It's one of the yeah. things I like about Colorado. I think right. one of the reasons it's such a great place to live is we have a really strong mix of very conservative and very progressive policies and people. So people have to really kind of work it out. Like you cannot yes. run a super, super conservative or, a, you know, ideologically progressive campaign without actually considering the other side, or you're not going to be successful. And I think that has led to us having a really strong economic and social, um, we are the first state in the country to have gotten rid of qualified immunity.
2: Wow. Really? Yep. That's incredible. Like
0: two years. I, I didn't realize we got rid of it. I was like a friend of mine told me and I was like, and I was looking it up and yep, they got rid of qualified immunity in our state.
2: Colorado's always first, like on it like. Turns out. And, you, and and your governor is unbelievable, by the way. Yeah. I, I love your governor. And uh, it was just all those factors, like, and just, I mean, in decriminalization, psychedelics, you know, weed, everything. I was like, this is my state, man. This is like my type of place. And, you know, and I am being in Washington state, which is also really cool because Washington's pretty first on a lot of stuff, too.
0: No, I love it. You know? yeah.
2: I want to be in places like that. I don't want to be going backwards. Hell no. No. (laughs) I'm going backwards, man. But I also don't like when things are overly uh, liberal. I don't like that. And I don't like when things are overly conservative. So I'm like, I'm I'm a very much a very moderate human being. Well,
0: echo chambers are dangerous because they lead to blind spots. completely, Completely. It's just how it is. Like If you don't have someone in the room who has a different view or someone in the conversation whose experiences are not in line with yours, then you're just not gonna have access to certain yeah. kinds of wisdom and information. Um, and that's just the facts. Like there, yeah. there's no um, no strong. I mean, that's what typically pre pre now there was a <laughs> I read the now. price of I read the price of loyalty. It was Paul O'Neill. He was in the first Bush's camp cabinet, and he was talking about how his experience of policy was you get all your detractors together before you try to go public, and you have them, you tell them, I want to do this school thing or whatever. And your detractors find all your holes. Um, and then um, and then they, you know, and then you fix those and you take the policy forward. Um, yes. and I've got to catch up for my next uh <laughs> meeting. I'm so sorry. So I have to head out soon. No,
2: no problem, no problem at all. I really appreciate um, it.
0: But uh hopefully uh we can we'll meet again in two weeks and talk about of positive course. things. We're gonna all talk right. about more
2: positive things. Thank you. you take care. You bye bye. Bye.